see through the lens of what's possible instead of what should be. That's something that Gabby Bernstein has said, and I love it. Be willing to stretch yourself, you guys. We cannot have the light without the darkness. Are you in midlife or beyond? Are you seeking more out of life? Do you desire for a deeper connection to self and spirit? Are you finally willing to meet your heart's longing to start an adventure to your true self? Welcome to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. I'm inviting you to join me for some insightful conversations with extraordinary humans, all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. I also share some of my personal discoveries of creativity and growth. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hello, my friends. <laughs> Welcome back to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. I'm Patty Diener, your host. Thanks for being here today with me. So before we hop into today's uh, topic of metamorphosis is powerful, um, I wanted to just uh, tell you a little bit about what's going on in the community of Beautiful Second Act. So um, if you are new to listening to this podcast, thank you so much for joining me here today. Um, I think you're in for a treat. If, you've, uh, want, if you have the time, go ahead and go back into some of our past episodes. We've got over 110 of them now. Um, just listen to all the different types of uh, topics we've shared here in Beautiful Second Act that we're all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. From the solo episodes with me to all of the really cool interviews that we've had. We've had so many countless wonderful men and women who have come on uh, to share their perspectives and their ideas and thoughts and expertise in living our best life. So um, I just wanted to share with you guys a little bit of what is coming up for this community. So we have one, we started this whole thing off in the Facebook group. Facebook group, if you're not join, if you're not there, you're not having the full, um, you're not getting the full experience if you're not on the Facebook group because we have Friday night wine live there. We have Sunday morning coffee live where we have really deep conversations about the things that are important in life. And then um, we have this fantastic podcast where I'm so excited uh, that we get to have these really cool conversations. Um, we also have the membership. I'm going to leave the links in the show notes, you guys. The membership is um, a monthly membership that has all kinds of wonderful themes. And every month it's a different theme. And we have online sessions where we get to talk about the themes. We have um, Mojo Mentoring every month that is based on the theme. You get the mentoring on that theme. And we have fun bundles. We have the book club. There's resources. It's really cool. Check out the links in the show notes. Um, you can also go to beautifulsecondact.com and in there, there's the links to all the different things. I also have a freebie that's in the, um, it's on the website. I'll also just put a direct link here in the show notes for getting a PDF downloadable for you. That is my 10 tips after 50. There's a lot of really cool things in there. I hope that you guys enjoy that. Pick that up today. It's free. Um, and I made it designed just for you guys that are just striving to, like I always say, live our best life in the second half of life. Um, but yeah, there's just really neat things coming up outside of all these cool things that are already established. We're going to have our first in-person events in 2023. I'm looking to have our first one in March. I'm still waiting to hear back from the venue to make sure that we're able to do this. Um, it will be indoors because this time of year, we really can't guarantee on the weather. 
Um, but I'm really excited. You guys will hear about that here. And um, if you want to have more updates, you can always go to the website, which again is beautifulsecondact.com. And in the Facebook group, I have announcements constantly. So go ahead and join that today. There's also to complete the party, go on over to Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at beautiful underscore second underscore act. Um, there's a really a lot of fun people that I've met there. A lot of the folks that I am in communication with on Instagram have been on the podcast. This has just been such a party, you guys. This has just been one of the most elevated, most motivational, uplifting experiences of my life being part of Beautiful Second Act. So thanks for being here with me. So stay tuned for more of all these fun things that are coming up. I'm also in the process of creating our first online course. So more of that to come. All right, let's jump into it, y'all. Metamorphosis is powerful. You know, I've been saying this for quite some time now, but sometimes it's like I get like these little epiphanies of, oh, you know, that's a great way. It's a great analogy for discussing what it is that I'm constantly trying to um, share with you guys about not just living in midlife, um, but midlife and beyond. We can have a metamorphosis of sorts multiple times in life because that's when we're always growing. Um, I used before the analogy of, you know, um, the snake having to shed its skin because once you're growing, you no longer fit inside your skin. And the analogy of the butterfly or the moth, you know, being in that chrysalis, it, it sometimes is the, the, the process of getting to the chrysalis stage can be a little scary. It can be a little bit frightening because you go from what you've always known or what you think you've always known to this unraveling um, darkness, if you will. And we're not quite sure how we're going to come out on the other side. And what it really all boils down to is fear of change. It's fear of change. That's really what it all boils down to. But all change happens because of a choice we make, right? We make a choice and that's how change happens. And we might see something that looks really bright and shiny over here, right? But we're thinking, how do I get from where I'm at right now in this darkness to the bright and shiny object? And it's because if that life that looks bright and shiny to you is appealing, you're not going to get there from where you are today. You have to, well, you're going to get there from where you are, but you have to make a change in order to get there. So it's like, you know, you're looking over a bridge. It's on the other side of the bridge, but you have, maybe you're afraid of heights or maybe you're afraid of what's beneath the bridge. You have to cross the bridge to get to the other side. There's no way of getting around it. Either way, you have to, you have to be able to get on to the other side somehow, some way, right? And it's scary. It's a, it, it's a frightening thing to know you have to shed parts of yourself or to change habits. And, but the, the, the metamorphosis process may be scary, but what you get in return is the beautiful butterfly, right? So it's worth all that we have to go through in the darkness and the stillness and the going within in, in, in order to get the beautiful shiny object on the other side. All right, so let's talk about habits. Um, Tony Robbins says that habits, they're hard to start, but once you have them, then they become easy and it's freeing. And there was this really cool analogy that Tony Robbins talked about with this car. All right. Um, I loved this analogy because it, it makes, it, it was something that I could actually understand. And hopefully this helps you guys. 
because I take things that other people tell when I'm absorbing um, like a talk or um, a lecture of any sort um, I, or, you know, reading a book, whatever finally like really sinks into me and I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I like to share it with you guys. So he says that this analogy about changing your habit is like driving a car. The first time you drove a stick shift or even just drove a vehicle, you know, they have, they're having you do all of these things, right? You know, you got to adjust the side mirrors. You got to look in your rearview mirror. You got to pay attention to what's going on in the traffic, blah, blah, blah. And if you're driving, you also need to know where everything is in the car. You have to know where the turn indicators are. You know, if you're driving a stick, you have to understand how to let off the clutch a little bit and, and put on the gas slowly. You have to be able to get the car to go forward. You have to know when to shift the gears. There's a lot of shit going on, right? And through all of this, you still have to know where the hell you're going and to be... <laughs> <laughs> to be able to, you know, this is, it can be really scary for a young person learning to drive. And there's a lot going on there. But when it becomes a habit, when you just start doing it naturally, you don't even have to think about it. It's just muscle memory. It becomes something you naturally, easily do. So yes, habits are hard to start. But once they become a habit, it, became, it becomes easy and freeing. So any kind of change we're going to make in our life is going to be scary in the beginning. And it might be, it might be daunting. It might be um, complicated. Or you might feel like you want to throw your hands in the air and go, screw it. Um, I just, I, it's, it's just too hard. Well, that's bullshit. Because everything you're first starting feels a little difficult. I always told this to my kids in school, and I might have shared this on previous podcasts because I love this. Whenever the kids would bitch and moan at school about reading was too hard and they didn't want to read a book, um, or they you know, were having difficulty in whatever task it was that they're doing at school, usually it was with reading because I was the librarian, um, I'd say, well, do you, can you ride a skateboard or can you ride a bike? They're like, yeah. I said, okay, so the first time you got on skates or a skateboard or rode a bike, did you fall down? Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, but did you get back up and do it again anyway? And then they kind of look at me like, oh, here she goes, I get it. And I'm like, see, if you want to do something, it's not going to be easy the first time you try. You have to continue to apply yourself in order to get good at anything. It's the same with habits. You know, if we have a sugar addiction because, you know, maybe we, we ingest too much sugar in our diet and we're trying to cut back on sugar, it's not going to be easy in the beginning. It's fucking hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I love my chocolate. And um, when I start feeling like, you know, I'm, I, I'm losing some of my energy or I'm, or I'm crashing in the middle of the day, um, it's because I know that I'm having too much sugar. And so I start cutting back on the sugar. And in the beginning, it's like I have to do it mindfully. I have to either get rid of chocolate in my house, which is like almost impossible for me because I choose to have my chocolate, but I make sure that I get like dark chocolate with ha which has less sugar in it. And then I make sure that I have this thing. It's like, I'm only allowed two squares a day of this little piece of candy. And I'm selective about it. I'm mindful about it. When I do have it, I completely like savor it because it's a, it's a special time for me. But then I'm cutting back on my sugar because I'm doing it mindfully. And in the beginning, it's hard to be mindful. It's hard to cut back on things. Or if I say, you know, I need to put in more exercise into my life. 
it's hard to discipline yourself to stop everything else you're doing in the middle of your day and to get outside and get that walk in or to, you know, do your yoga or Pilates or whatever the hell it is that you do. Um, you know, just going for a walk to me is the best form of exercise, especially if there's incline, you know, hills and stuff. But you have to discipline yourself. You have to make it a habit. In the beginning, it's extremely hard to be disciplined. But after a while, it just becomes a habit. But that is part of the metamorphosis. And that's part of the beauty is sometimes we have to make changes that feel a little bit uncomfortable. And it can, it can be, some things can be really hard. Like if you're going through a really emotional time in your life because you've, you, you're struggling with a, a trauma, um, there's something else that Tony Robbins says in, in one of his seminars about emotion. And that is, if you're trying to make a change, you have to really wrap your brain around this concept. So emotion is created by motion. Okay, say that again. Emotion is created by motion. In other words, if you want to elevate your mood, you have to get going. You have to get moving. Sitting stagnant can be very depressing. It can be cathartic to sit there and to go inside, to go emotionally inside your body and to uh, go into your, 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 the deepest part of your psyche and to truly you know, dive deep. But that's when you go into the darkness. That's okay. And I highly recommend doing some journaling and stuff during those times. But you're, you're in a lower level of vibration during that time. So your motion is slow. Therefore, your emotion is also low. When your motion is more active, then your emotion is elevated. So there's a time and place for everything. But it's important to know that emotion is created by motion. Therefore, energy is emotion. Get it? So your ener it's energy in motion. So to recap, if emotion is created by motion, that means energy is emotion because it's energy in motion. Then that's what you need to consider next time you're really evaluating how is it that I'm feeling? And then ask yourself, have I been active lately? Have I got up off my ass lately? Have I um, been engaging in, um, in life? Have I been, you know, going to things, functions, um, you know, going to work? Am I, am I communicating with my colleagues? Am I getting excited about anything? And if you're feeling sluggish and depressed or in the dark, then ask yourself, what has your energy been? What has your motion been? So the reason I bring this up is because I'm hoping that this will better explain the metamorphosis process about when you become in a lower vibrational state, it's generally because there's some seriously heavy change going on in our lives. And with the heaviness that we feel in whatever situation we're in, it can make you feel lethargic. It can make you feel drained. It can make you feel sad or alone. And what I recommend in order to get over that bridge, in order to be able to get to the bright and shiny thing that's on the other side, rather than being in the dark space of being stagnant, is go ahead and Dive into that space when you're feeling low. Journal it out, which I call doing a brain dump. Get it out. Sometimes that means you have to cry. Sometimes that means you have to spend time alone or being still. But you have to be able to listen to your heart's longing during those quiet times. Listen to yourself because in there is your answer. During your metamorphosis, 
you are going to feel the uh, the dissolving of what your ego once was and going, because that's kind of, you start feeling a little bit rudderless. You start feeling like you're without a motor, you're without your sails being deployed. You're kind of just this boat out on the waters and you're floating around and you feel like you're directionless. You don't know where the hell you're going. So dive deep and start asking yourself, what is it that you truly want? And what does it look like? And how can you get there? And when you're in that state and you're going deep within, go ahead and give yourself the grace and the permission to just dissolve and let it all go and then start from scratch on rebuilding the inside of you from one brick at a time on what is your priority. Grab one brick at a time and say, this is a priority. This is my number one priority. And then the next brick and then the next brick Build the bridge, you guys. Build the bridge. Till you start building your bridge. Your bridge from where you are to getting over to the bright and shiny object that is is the thing that gives you energy, the thing that gives you enthusiasm. And it's not a shameful thing to want the bright and shiny object because the butterfly, This gorgeous butterfly that is going to transform when you break free of the chrysalis, when you come out of your dark space, it's not just for you. It's for the world. When you see a butterfly, it makes you feel good. It makes you have hope. I'm going to read something to you guys really quickly from one of my favorite books that my friend Jody recommended to me. It was It's Hidden Blessings. I have talked about this book numerous times. You guys will put a link in the show notes on how you can pick up a copy. Um, so in this book, Hidden Blessings, Midlife Crisis as a Spiritual Awakening, uh, which this does not just apply to people in midlife, by the way. This is a great uh, book for most people to read, even though it does Uh, talk about midlife a lot in here. This is really uh, pertinent to anyone that's going through a huge change in life. But she talks about the chrysalis time. And she says that the deeper we allow ourselves to go into the darkness, whether this darkness is experienced as lethargy or agitation, the more we are cooperating with the transformation that's underway. And then, and when you start feeling that, that scary, uh, place that, you know, you're not quite sure if you're going to ever get a hold of yourself again. You're not quite sure if you're, you know, you're struggling to compose yourself and you're not sure if you're ever going to be who you once were. That's okay because you're not going to be who you once were. Okay. You're fundamentally, you will always be you, but you always have been you from the very beginning. So don't be afraid of that. The one thing is, is your, your life goals, what is truly important to you and one one time in your life may not be anymore. It's okay to let go of that. And what she says, what uh, uh, Jet Saras says in this book is that hopelessness and helplessness are the two catalyzing elements that foster our necessary dissolution from the fixed and predictable to the flexible and dynamic. These catalysts must be powerful enough to set in motion a process that will not allow the ego to restore itself in the form that it has taken during the first half of our lives. Instead, our hopelessness and helplessness take us down into a state of depression. And when that happens, that's when you start doing the deep conversation. And basically, now I'm, now I'm paraphrasing. But now, 
once you hit that depression stage, don't be afraid of it. It's only because you're fearful of what you used to do. The habits you used to just do that were muscle memory, you're losing the desire or the taste, if you will, for those things. Now you're, you're striving and you're, you're longing for something with deeper meaning. And it's a little scary. So it's okay to get down into that dark place. And when you get down to that dark place, that's when you start doing the deep thinking. And what's going to rebuild your hopefulness and your, your sense of purpose is going to be because you're starting to accept the parts of yourself that truly want to rise up. And those parts of yourselves are brewing within the chrysalis. They're rebuilding you to your highest self, and you're going to go into the metamorphosis of the beautiful butterfly, which, like I said, is not just for you. It's for all, because you will be bringing a higher vibration of who you truly are into this world to share with all. And some people will not recognize you because they're used to seeing the caterpillar. They're used to seeing what is familiar to them. And when they see the butterfly, um, especially if the energy is completely different from that of the caterpillar, they're going to feel a little off balance at first till they get to know and accept that, yes, this is the true you. This is the new you that is the higher vibration you. This is the new you that is transformed into your highest good. So change the state of your story before you decide how you're going to do something. We'll talk about this in another episode. But your story of, that holds you back, that gives you all those limiting beliefs of, oh, well, who am I to do this or who am I to do that because maybe I shouldn't do that because of my age. Screw that. Don't let, don't let your limiting beliefs hold you back. Change your story. Or if you're afraid to start something because you're afraid of failure, change your story. Start saying to yourself instead of, well, what if I fail? Say, what if I don't? What if I fly? And what if I have the time of my life? The butterfly, you guys, is not sitting around, crawling around on the ground because, well, maybe I, you know, I was born this way to crawl around on the ground. And now, even though I have wings, I'm afraid to use them because I've always been on the ground. It's been my habit. My habit has always been to just crawl. I crawl everywhere I go. This is what I am. But you're not anymore. You have wings now. Allow yourself to fly. Get used to your wings. Get used to sharing your brilliance with others, your beauty, your high vibration. You can fly over that bridge now, you guys. It's just a choice. Because remember, all change happens because you make a choice. Don't make a choice to give up when things get dark and scary. Remember that you have to get to the dark and scary to get to the other side. It's, it's the polarity of life. We've talked about that here many times before, you guys. You have to have the polarity. The polarity in life is what makes things truly joyful. You cannot have joy without having some sort of despair or problem in your life. Because it wouldn't mean the same. You can't have the good without the bad. You cannot have the light without the shadow. It's really that simple. So if you're going through a dark time right now, start diving deep into your true self and asking your soul, your spirit, your, your, the source of your being, what is it that you truly want? Wherever it is that you want to get to, one step at a time, you will get there. And the metamorphosis is a necessity. It is very powerful. Because what you will bring after being in that dark, quiet space 
is going to be the most miraculous, gorgeous, magical, highest self that you could possibly be. Well, thanks for being here, you guys. Um, I am going to leave a link in the show notes also about how you can book a discovery call with me. If you'd like to have your first discovery call is free. Discovery calls are for if you're feeling stuck in midlife or beyond and you're wanting to figure out a way to start your first steps out. Uh, we can kind of have a conversation about what might be keeping you stuck. And I'd be glad to get you started on your powerful metamorphosis. Um, I have a lot of tools that I share here on our podcast, but I can go deeper when I work with you one-on-one. Um, again, the link to having your first discovery call with me will be in the show notes. I'd be happy to share my calendar with you guys so you can book a call. And if anything here on Beautiful Second Act podcast resonates with you, share it out with a friend. Tell a friend, hey, you know, I'm really loving this podcast. Um, you know, you might want to listen to Beautiful Second Act, or you can also share it out on your social media and tag me. I would love to see that, and I will respond back to you. Um, this is just a wonderful community of people in the midlife and beyond, striving to live our best lives in the second half of life. And let's do this together, you guys. Let's hold each other's hands. Let's lift each other up. Let's motivate one another. And... Um, I'm just grateful that you spend time here listening to the podcast. Thank you. I know your lives are very busy and I know that there's so much that you need to do and that you spend any of your time here with me. It just means the world to me. So thank you so very much. Have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll be talking to you again next Tuesday and every Tuesday here at Beautiful Second Act. Cheers. Cheers.